tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make Your Day Count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. We have to rejoice, mm-hmm. and we have to be glad when on this what Tuesday morning. What a what a time for us as Christians, as believers, as as those who look in for the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Who we are excited about what today? Mm-hmm. I'm excited about when today? today, as I look towards the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, because it says we are to be. Ready. Hallelujah. So, you, you know what the old Bible say that? We are to be what? Ready. ready. Yep. We got to be ready. That's it. When you're ready, you don't got to get ready. <laughs> Come you're on, just ready. somebody. Just ready. <laughs> so, and if you're ready, you're excited. Mm-hmm. Whenever that you go in any place, and when you get ready, you're excited. Man, yep. I'm ready. <laughs> yep, the anticipation. <laughs> you're, you're excited mm-hmm. about it. I got everything, and I'm what? Ready. ready. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, so let us get ready on this Tuesday morning. We love you guys. We hope you're going to enjoy the Word of God. And I hope the Word of God will shine lights on your, on your journey. All this week, we're talking about how far are you willing to go on the road. So how far are you willing to go on the road on this morning? So we're in the parable of the sower in Luke chapter 8 verse 11 through 15. So today we're going to specifically target the wayside when the seed falls on the wayside. So in Luke chapter 8, verse uh, 12, it says, those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes Hmm. and takes away the word out of their heart, lest they should believe and be saved. So look how powerful just in that verse Yeah, we're going to talk about that. If the word was received, in their heart, then they would believe and then they would be saved. So the enemy doesn't want that to happen. And in the chapter, this is this is the part, verse 11 through 15, when Jesus is given the explanation of the parable. In the actual parable, it talks about the wayside seed and how the wayside seed is either devoured by the birds or it's scorched, it's burnt up by the heat of the sun. So when I was meditating on this part of the scripture and I was thinking about the size of a seed that a bird would eat, that's small seed. And then the Holy Spirit brought into remembrance in Genesis chapter 15, verses 6 through 11, where it talks about Abram. And he believed in the Lord and he accounted it to him for righteousness. So it says that he believed. So remember that part that he believed as we go into the rest remember that it first referenced that he believed and in the parable of the sower it say if the word was received then they would believe and be saved so he's at the point where he believes so we're in genesis chapter 15 now on verse 7 then he said to him i am the lord who brought you out of ur of the chaldeans to give you this land to inherit it and he said Lord God, how shall I know that I will inherit it? So remember, he believed first, and now he's asking God for confirmation, for insight, for wisdom. How shall I know? 
but first he believes. He's not asking to try to work up his belief. Mm-hmm. He believes, and now he wants to know how, what is his next step on the road, on this course, in order for him to walk into what God has for him. Verse 9, so he said to him, bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. Then he brought all these to him and cut them in two down the middle and placed each piece opposite the other. But he did not cut the birds in two. And when the vultures came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. Okay, so a vulture would be still considered a bird, and it's coming down to try to glean from Abram's sacrifice. But Abram waved them off. He drove them away. So just because the birds of the air are coming down to devour doesn't mean that we have to allow them to devour. When something comes to try to take away the word, we don't have to allow it to happen. And Abram, he was vested. His sacrifice was greater. This this sacrifice that he brought unto the Lord, it was greater than the value of one seed. So there, he was further down the road in his belief. He was further down the road in his journey. So when the enemy came to try to take what was God's, he showed signs of life. He drove it away. So how did, how did he drive it away? I'm assuming he waved his arm or he waved his rod. And he just said, get back. Because if a vulture sees that something's alive, it's not going to come down on it. The vultures, <laughs> they wait until sign point. of life is gone. Good point. If they watch until something is no sign of life left, and then they come down and they swoop on on it. So as long as there's a sign of life, as long as you have breath on today, just know that you have the power to drive back the enemy and do what God has called you to do. You have breath, you have power to drive back the enemy that's trying to come down and consume what God is doing in your life. I I love verse 12. Uh, Go back to verse 12 of Luke chapter 8. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Mm -hmm. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. Let's stay here for a while, Diane. Those by the, the, the seed falls by the wayside, the wayside. And the Bible is talking about a group of people, a group of people who hears. They hear it. And before the seed could germinate and take root, the bird devour it. So I want, as I thought about that, let's think about this uh, Make Your Day kind of family today, this verse here. You hear the word? Why, after you hear it, it didn't, germinate and grow and bear fruit. Could it be that in our heart, there are a lot of things going on in there, in our heart. Could it be that we have too many stuff that we, in our heart, that we give in our attention to? So even though we hear that, even though we hear it, and we say with our mouth, that's true. Oh, man, have we heard something? That is true. That is good. But it bear no what? Fruit. It didn't grow. 
it didn't take root. The Bible clearly says the word is what? A seed. So the word of God acts like a seed. And for a seed to grow, it has to take root. It has to germinate. For a seed to grow, it has to have soil. The Bible here says the soil is our heart. Mm-hmm. Amen, somebody? Yes. Yeah. The Bible here said our heart is the soil. For what? For the seed of the word. So in order for the word to grow, it has to what? Penetrate. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. It has to what? Penetrate our heart. It just can't just come and just sit there. It got to go in. Because try. Take us, look at the soil and put some seed on, on top of the soil. Just scratch the ground. And just put the seed there mm-hmm. and see what happens. And I know when I plant something in the soil, Diane, I dig that ground up, man. And I put that seed, I bury it in there. I bury it. It goes down deep so that it was going to put root and come up. And that's how the word of God must be in our heart. It can't just come on on the surface of our heart. We can't let other stuff take it. We can be inattentive. Because when the word goes in, Diane, is when we understand it. The understanding is yeah, the roots. That's where it goes Bringing forth. Yes. And reaching for more word. Yes. Because we know that the water, the Bible says that the water is the word. So that it, the, when the roots, when understanding comes, it's because we're reaching for the word. Come we're on. not just letting it go in one ear and go out the other ear. We want the understanding. We're reaching for more insight in, um, in order for God to show us what to do and what to do next in our situation. Uh, the other attribute, the, well, some got ate by the birds of the air, yeah. and the other ones were burned by heat. So we know in Daniel chapter 3, verse 25 through 27, there were some people who were a little further down the road in their beliefs, and they had to experience the fiery furnace, but they were exempt. Because they were further down the road in their journey. When the Nebuchadnezzar rose up and he said, when you hear the flute, when you hear the harp, when you hear all these things um, in symphony, he said, bow down to the (laughs) idol that I created. But there were some people there that were further down the road in their belief. And they knew that doing something like that would be contrary to their belief system. So they refused to do it. Daniel chapter 3, starting at verse 25. Look, he answered, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. So they were thrown into the fiery furnace because they wouldn't bow down to the false idol. They were further down the road in their journey. They weren't willing to bow. They weren't willing to bend. They weren't willing to break. They they remained steadfast and immovable in their journey together with God. So when they went into the furnace, they were with God. It was Nebuchadnezzar that said, hey, who's this fourth man that looks like the son of God that's in the fire with them? It was Nebuchadnezzar who called it out, who identified that God was with them. The enemy was able to call out, God is with them. They're in the fiery furnace that he knew that he had told them to turn up the heat even hotter than before, and they're in there, and they went in bound, but they're in there, and they're loosed, and they're with the form of the fourth that looks like the Son of Man. Verse 26, 
Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire, and the satraps, the administrators, the governors, and the king's counselors gathered together, and they saw these men on whose bodies the fire had no power. The hair of their head was not singed, nor were their garments affected, and the smell of fire was not on them. So the, the word seed that was in them was not able to burn up. Why? Because they were further down the road in their belief system. They were further down the road. They had full assurance that it doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what kind of bogus decree the king sets out. We are going to serve the true and living God. We're going to be obedient unto God. We're not going to put any idols before God. We're going to serve God. And they were set in their belief. And because they believed, they were saved. Because what does it say? Going back to Luke chapter 8, verse 12, those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. Well, the word remained in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's heart, so that when this fiery furnace came, they continued to believe and they were saved. They were saved off the fact that they believed. Yes. They knew that God was with them, and he manifested and was seen by Nebuchadnezzar in the fire as the fourth man who looked like the Son of God. We want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Church Sunday morning at 10 a.m. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Realty is a friendly, knowledgeable, active, and accessible real estate agent here in Brevard County. Keller Williams is known for real estate services all across the world, and Wayland specializes in helping buyers purchase the right place to call home, as well as helping sellers market and negotiate the sale of their single family home, condo, vacant land, or business. Wayland Duff can be reached at 321 536 5973 or visit waylandduff.kw.com. Wayland Duff with Keller Williams. Space Coast Realty is your local realtor who provides all you need and the time you deserve to get your real estate purchased or sold.